This is the ADHD Fix: How to Achieve Your Potential, the podcast to help you use 15 proven strategies to discover the many gifts of ADHD. I'm Henry J. Svek, and for over 30 years, I helped others diagnose and treat ADHD. Now retired, I turn my attention back to those 15 strategies I use to help achieve my potential with ADHD. Learning what I did to help myself will help you achieve your success. ADHD is a gift. Let's get started. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Henry J. Speck, retired psychologist. Let's talk a little bit about today's topic, which we would see uh, back in my day in clinical practice, and I'm sure today as well. They continue to see uh, people who've been diagnosed with ADHD who have a difficult time in relationships. And, and let me give you some of the key points I've learned over the years, and maybe you can help or you can talk to someone about it. The, the, the ADHD. Uh, brain seems to have a really interesting clock, if you will. So my clock goes off really early in the morning. So I probably start at 4:30 a.m. <laughs> so the difficulty with regard to the topic today has to do with: Are you parallel to your partner's relation, uh, partner's clock with regard to that? And the second problem I have is. Well, other people have is when I get up, I've got like I'm jacked, so it's it's kind of like most people are just sort of getting their engines started, just getting moving, and I'm kind of already off to the races. Um, now I peter out quickly, so um, probably in about an hour from now, which will put us at about 11:30 a.m. That's my day, pretty much, because I started at four. I'll still plug away at things, but as far as deep thinking or trying to understand something, it's pretty much over by noon. So there's that aspect, the, just just the clock, the the pattern, the energy levels that you know, and people find it obnoxious if you get up with a lot of jacked up energy because because that's a great time for you, uh, then other people may not be as excited about it as you are. Uh, the second part to the thing is that they're also now it, it doesn't mean everyone with ADHD is best in the morning. It just seems to work for me. So one of the skills we talk about is you need to understand. Uh, we talked about it in in task focus matching, one of our first podcasts. But you need to understand your level of focus and energy, or jacked up nature at different times of the day, and you need to make modifications to sort of fix that, uh, or change that, or apply that to the people around you, or the situation that you're in. So the first has to do with understanding your rhythm, syncing it with those around you, and also looking at ways to Try to make it adapt. You might do some extra cardio. You might do some walks. You might just do some structural rules uh, where you don't interact with people till eight in the morning because they're just waking up and you're already jacked for four hours and those kinds of things. Now, w- when we flip over to the, you know, we talk about great relationships. One of the things we do talk about is a is an emotion that seems to sort of be a buddy of ADHD, and that would be anger management. There's the impulsive, sort of quick response, often without thinking things through, that can lead to aggression or verbal statements that get you in trouble. So, setting rules are very important. Managing your level of emotion in response to things. So, when something happens, let's say I'll give you an example. 
Um, yesterday I was trying to fill out a bank form online. If you've ever done that, I don't know if you have, you probably have. Today, if you want to open up some kind of an account, they tell you you don't go to a branch, you don't call a human. You, you just go online, you click some buttons, and it'll work. So I go in and I start the process. I'm about 15 minutes in, and a little thing pops up and says, sorry, because of our, tech, our technical problems, meaning the banks, um, they can't proceed, and I should come back and try it another time. So I wait, go do something else. I'm probably five hours later. Near the end of my day to stay awake. No, sorry. Uh, about an hour later, still during the day, I go in, same problem. So I call. They have a number, handy helpline number, helpline number. So I call, and I get the person on the phone, and I tell her the problem, and she says, well, I should put in a ticket for that, she says, so that we can, if there's a bug, we can fix it. I said, okay, that's great, but how does that help me? What am I supposed to do? She said, well, I can send you out a paper pencil form to fill out, to open an account. I said, well, that's going to take like, like a year. Why would I want to do that? I said, I must just go to, I'll just go to another bank. And she, and her response was kind of like, well, I'm sorry to hear that, but uh, there's not really much I can do. Now, I know it's not her fault. And I wasn't angry, outwardly, demonstrating any behavior. But inside, I was, I was pretty, as Dr. Mate would say, I was pretty naturally angry with the whole situation. But I hung up and... Then near the end of the day, to stay awake so I wouldn't fall asleep at 6 o'clock, I went and did it again, and the same problem happened three times in one day, that they had technical difficulties and couldn't uh, let me finish my job of applying to open an account and give them business. <sighs> so that's one thing I did, is a lot of deep breathing. You should, you should really consider that when you get into that aggression. Now, I'm not giving you excuses, but you need to understand with certain types of ADHD, Perhaps it's your children, perhaps it's yourself. Uh, you may be more prone to... It's almost like Dr. Mate is talking about natural anger, where you actually... It comes out. And it can be interpreted different ways by the people around you. At the one hand, we know it's healthy, but on the other hand, it's not healthy sometimes to the people around you. So you need to find other ways to get that out. But be aware of it. That's your first step. And if it's causing a problem, meaning people in your life are commenting on it or avoiding you or it's causing you relationship problems, you should get some anger management and work with someone you trust to help with that. Let's take a moment to hear from our sponsor. Assessing ADHD requires more than a five-minute office visit. The experienced, multidisciplinary team at OSR Clinics will walk with you and your family through the comprehensive assessment and diagnosis process and will be by your side when it comes to implementation of strategies and advocacy for your child. Visit osrclinics.com to book your free info session today. That's osrclinics.com. Another important relationship issue occurs when you're often accused or the child is often accused of not listening to people. Now, there are a number of reasons why this occurs. The most common that I've found is that the person with ADHD has to get the thoughts out because they'll forget them. So when they have a thought, they burst it out. Or when they're in a conversation, they can't wait long enough because they're trying to hold it into their short-term memory in their memory bank 
and and they know they're going to forget so they put it out there and to the person who's trying to talk it's kind of it's, it's an interruption it's perceived as rude and it's perceived that the person with ADHD just doesn't care or doesn't find what the other person is saying is important enough or in fact just isn't listening now what we've learned that often even though an ADHD person may blurt something out or speak over someone they're actually listening but I think the problem is they're not truly incorporating what the other person's saying into the thought and feeling mode about how that person may be feeling or thinking and particularly if the anger kicks in so one of the things you need to work on with with regard to relationships is really working to have tools you may now it may seem strange when you're talking to someone to write things down but often that may be the only way many of us may use our phone but then that's interpreted as being disrespect because you're actually on your phone when in fact you're in notes and you're writing some things down so listening is extremely important and giving the impression and being legitimately genuine that you are listening to the person across from you now as we talked about earlier in podcasts if you're at a level 10 and can't focus you need to tell your partner this you know I'm a 10 I, I really can't discuss the water bill right now I'm having a hard time focusing or a hard time concentrating or it's just not registering auditorily I can't I'm not remembering what you're telling me you don't have to be that elaborate but maybe the first time you do with your partner to help them understand what's going on with you and and if you're tired cognitively which is somewhat combined but often can be separate from the ability to focus on a conversation so if you're if you're brain tired at the end of the day as I call it and you're you just you just have no energy left then it's probably not a good time to engage in a conversation where you're going to require be required to listen and to focus on the person across from you um, so this is about building great relationships and, and I'll just end with a with a sort of side to this which has to do with business relationships because if you have ADHD and you're involved in business you need to remember that it's very important to try to maintain focus on what you're doing we talk a lot about focus on uh, tasks and specific focus but ADHD can kind of get us into a little trouble and I thought I'd talk about it today uh, when we're in business because I've experienced this where we have ideas every day and we start executing on them and before you know it you have 15 things on the go and nothing ever gets completed because you're always coming up with new exciting ideas because it juices the brain and I think one of the things you need to understand is a, a challenging task for a person with ADHD is to focus on the parts of being successful of a specific attempt at business whatever it may be without getting caught up in all these new ideas because execution often can be boring if you have ADHD actually following through you you have an idea you want to start a restaurant so you run out start looking at properties because it's exciting but you forget that there's a whole planning process there's a whole business idea process before you actually execute so the focus continues to be a challenge not just in relationships in your life but also in business relationships and, and many of them are very specific to whatever it is you're doing I just want you to be aware of it we're not going to get into great detail today just be aware that the uh, inability in developing relationships because of the factors I just identified plus the issue of focus can have an impact on your business business success so keep that in mind when you think through developing amazing relationships despite your diagnosis of ADHD. I'm Dr. Henry J. Sveck, retired psychologist. I look forward to speaking with you again next month. Let's take a moment to hear from our sponsor. 
ADHD isn't just for kids, but can certainly look and feel different for adults. The experienced multidisciplinary team at OSR Clinics understands the complexity of ADHD in adults and can help you determine if it is ADHD or something else. The comprehensive assessment process doesn't only look at symptoms, but also looks at your brain in order to understand what's really going on. Visit osrclinics.com to book your free information session today. That's osrclinics.com.